Hello, Calabrio friends. Welcome to another episode of Calabrio Shorts. I am very excited. We have a great topic to talk about today, and it's something that contact centers deal with quite frequently, especially for newer people in the contact center space. One of the biggest problems that we have is really learning how to balance the different KPI that have to come from a contact center. Everybody wants to do everything bigger, faster, smarter, quicker, and cheaper, right? Those are always the big things that contact centers have to deal with. And what we've done today, I've brought in one of my one of my friends and a great guest we have all the way from Dubai, Hussein Kamel, who's here. He's a principal strategic consultant here at Calabrio, who spends a lot of time working with Calabrio customers and prospects and helping them understand how these different pieces work. So what we want to talk about today is really understanding the balance between speed, quality, and cost, right? Those are fun topics that come up quite a bit. Hussein, great to have you here with us today, and I really appreciate it. First of all, let's talk about what do we mean by when we talk about cost, speed, and quality? What, where are we really, what are those things that we have to worry about? That's a good question. Thank you, Dave, first of all, for having me today here. So when we talk about that, let's take, for example, let's break it down into real metrics. When we talk about, for example, speed in a contact center, we're talking about service levels, lower abandon rates, basically taking transactions faster. When we're talking about doing things better, we're talking about CSAT, improving customer satisfaction or MPS, how you manage it, improving our quality. And then when we're talking about doing things, we're talking about costs and doing things cheaper, then we're looking at efficiency metrics. We're looking at average handling time. We're looking at occupancy. We're looking at utilization, not looking at our cost per transaction, if we measure that. And what we realize with customers around the world is metrics tend to come in the flavor of the month. So, yes. so you got metrics where we're focused on a service level right now. Everything is service level. So if we need to, if we need to train some people on a new product, no, we're, instead of taking a day, we'll do two hours and we're going to water it down because always service level is the most important thing. And then you got customers who are calling and then getting a negative customer experience because we're not, we're not dealing with agents who are fully trained on doing the job. And what that entails is you get more calls because we're calling again and again and, and you find yourself in this spiral. So that, that is an example. Same thing, for example, if we obsess over cost, over handling time, suddenly our target is two minutes and we're doing three minutes. So we start all obsessing about, about, about doing two minutes, asking our agents to cut calls shorter. And what does that do? It ends up with customers not being given the time they require properly. It ends up with customers calling again and then hence getting, getting more calls, getting a snowball of calls and then impacting costs in a negative way as well. So the idea is we don't usually manage one separately. We manage all our metrics holistically. Whenever we're doing something, we have to think of all the parts moving at the same time rather than just one. Yeah, the analogy I often use is it's like backstage at a play and you've got the pulleys on the wall and the sandbags and you've got everything and, you know, oh, if I move, pull this one up, oh, why is this one going down? What What is going yeah. on? And that's, I, we've seen, all, you and I have been doing this a long time and we've seen numerous contact centers struggle with this. A really good example, I, th I like what you said about, you know, oh, all right, let's focus on service level. All right, let's really focus on that. And what happens is you focus on service level for a few months and yeah, the service level looks great. And it's really, and then someone from finance runs in and says, whoa, our cost per call is going out of control. And then we say, oh, okay, let's focus on cost per call for the next couple months. So you focus on cost per call and guess what goes back down? 
surface level. So I really like how you said you approach it holistically and work through those different pieces. What what can organizations do to look at things holistically? What can they where can they spend their time and focus to make sure that they're doing things right as opposed to the flavor of the month? That's a very good point. And the, the thing is, what you need to do is, first of all, drive all your KPIs at the same time. Whenever we're taking a decision, we're looking at our service level, we're looking at how it's going to impact quality, how it's going to impact CSAT, how it's going to impact handling time, all, all at the same time. And that's, in the end of the day, it goes back to getting the fundamentals right. It, go, it really comes down to getting the, base, the basics right. And it goes down to, to, to fundamentals. For example, get, getting a good forecasting process where you, you're accurately forecasting the staffing you require. Because based on that, you can accurately hire. If, if you have a right headcount, you don't have to be reactive. The worst problem you can have at the center is have a wrong headcount. We require 300 people and we got 200. And guess what? Is it, can we get out of it? Yeah, but not now. It's going to be six months down the line before we can train that gap. They're productive enough in the meantime. So one one fundamental is get, getting the forecast right. The second fundamental is getting your hiring and training right. You hire the right people with, with the right profiles who, if you're hiring for tech, technical work, make sure they have the technical knowledge. If they're hiring for people doing email, make, test, their, test their typing skills that they have a certain speed. If you're hiring people who are supporting gaming devices, make sure they're gamers, stuff like that. <laughs> so that, that helps a lot on the calls because what's going to happen is as these people get hired and they go for a training program, then once they're on the floor, uh, they are able to respond to customers promptly, their learning curve until they reach uh, a certain level. Uh, of efficiency and a certain handling time uh, will be as short as necessarily possible. That is basically the best practices that we can do. If you get the fundamentals right, everything else falls into place. What happens sometimes is we want to cut corners. You know what? We have, we're flooded with calls and guess what? We're going we're gonna to shorten the training duration. It's not going to be three weeks anymore. It's one week and they got to be on the phone. And that's what causes everything to spiral out of control because then you have untrained agents who end up uh, taking a, lot, a very long time to answer calls, who don't know how to answer calls. So they go and ask their colleagues and put make their colleagues take longer time because they ask them to get, put themselves on hold to help them. Then you're getting more calls because customers are calling again. So everything spirals out of control. And really the solution is back to basics. Get the fundamentals right. I always say that think in, in this business, think inside the box. Get the basics right. That will definitely keep you safe. Only on Calabrio shorts will you hear someone tell you to think inside the box. But it's, a, but it's a great point, right? How many times have you seen it where an organization has come to you and said, we need to cut costs. We need to cut costs. We're spending too much money. And you say, okay, great. Where are you willing to sacrifice? And they're like, we're not willing. We can't. We have to deliver a good customer experience. Okay. And that's really what it's about. It's the compromise between the different KPI and the different philosophies that really help. And I feel like we've talked a lot about the problem, but we don't know maybe some specifics on solutions. So if an organization said to you, who's saying we need to cut costs, where would you start? You'd start with understanding exactly what is the element of cost that is hurting you. So let's say, for example, we're talking a contact center and we're saying we need to cut costs. We cannot afford to run this operation at 300 people and we need to, for example, be more efficient. Then the first thing is understand, okay, if, for example, we have a call that takes three minutes, 
how can we cut it down to two? And most people think, oh, we'll just tell the agents to do that. We'll just tell the team, the managers. Just be faster. Be faster. Be faster. And that's exactly how things break. Now, now, whenever we have a problem, and I I wouldn't even talk about cost. I talk about cost, about quality, about any problem. Generally, whenever there's a problem, what you need to do is use a structured problem-solving methodology. And I don't want to pick out names, stuff like something simple like Six Sigma, like other kind of these processes where you have a methodology where first we're able to define a problem. Okay, what is is exactly the problem? The problem is our handling time is three minutes where where it's supposed to be two and we cannot afford to be doing this on the long run. Okay, what is the financial impact? And then how do we start analyzing how do you start analyzing numerically what is happening exactly why why are we doing that can we change things in the flow of the call for example can we automate things can we get the customer if for example on a call generally a verification takes half a minute because can i have your name sir can i have your details let's get the i let's do it on the ivr and cut make the call shorter if there are other processes that if our tools are slower let's try and find better tools faster stuff so i've got a i've got a great example of that in my history one of the call centers I worked at, the handle time was spiraling out of control. And it was because the QM department and operations weren't really in sync. The QM department had it as part of their their call form that the customer not only had to verify every single piece of the customer's demographic data, so name, address, email address, phone number, but they had to spell it back to them. It was like, oh, your email address is Joe Stevens at, and is that J-O-E-S-T-E-V-E-N-S at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And it was like, yeah, okay, so we increased our accuracy of our data in the system, but we like two at 2.5x our handle time because of it. And it was like, hey, this is a really easy fix, but... The question that then became, we can't completely get rid of this, but how do we speed up the process? It's like, maybe we don't have them spell back the common word. Because they were marking people off for not spelling the word street in the address, right? And so that's a great example of our data quality was bad. So we changed our QM process to, but we never thought about the handle time implications. And therefore... The handle time implications made our calls longer, which therefore led to our service level dropping and our overall customer experience was poor. And it was like, these. this is the snowball effect the wrong way, but the snowball effect the right way is the same idea. It's like you said, all right, let's, there usually when an organization has to stop and look at their process, there's a, there's low hanging fruit. Absolutely. That, that is it's sometimes it's painfully obvious to an outsider. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but in, but somebody who's in the weeds and dealing with that every single day misses that 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 obvious thing. And so this is what we're trying to do is and I love I'm going to start using that the think inside the box because <laughs> we just did a great episode with Jim Davies on getting back to basics in the contact center and this is exactly that kind of thing is fun- fundamentally this never changes. And it's still about getting the right people, the right place at the right time and making them know what they're supposed to be doing. And I think that's fantastic. We talked about cost, but let's talk about some of the peripheral KPI that come into play. What are some of the, we have the very basics, but what are some of those secondary and tertiary KPI that, that organizations might be able to focus on to help balance those two out? 
Yeah, again, what you want to do is we, we, we focus on results. And so there's this expression that I really love is nothing will, if you focus on change, you will get results. If you focus on results, nothing will change. So in the end of the day, what we think our KPIs, such as service level, handling time, quality, our CSAT, these are actually our, what we call our leading indicators. That's what we measure customer experience by or measure our profitability by. But our, the stuff that's in the trenches that enables this is a completely different set of stuff. And for example, your forecast accuracy is what enables you to hit service level. So your obsession mm-hmm. should be your forecast accuracy. Your, the level of your quality program, how good your quality program is, is not about just your quality scores and how your CSAT is. It's also about how well are the people doing quality calibrated. And how well is your quality program calibrated to customer experience? Is that when customers think we're doing better, our quality is reflected, our quality scores internally are reflected that way when we do quality internally and vice versa. When we're looking at other things such as our technology uptimes, our speed of our applications. So there's a whole bunch of other stuff that, that enables our leading metrics. And we call them, basically, I like to think of them as enablement metrics. If you get these ones right, if you get your training, your your hiring, can you do hiring, for example, if you're getting the hiring scores correctly on different skills, you're hiring people who can use PCs well, who are fast on computers, who who have specific knowledge on specific products, they're passing these scores. If your people are passing training at a high level of, at a high score, if three months after training, they're hitting certain metrics, it's all of these things enable you very easily to, for everything else to fall into line. But when we get lost, it's sexier to go and talk about service level and look at our CSAT scores and then never look at all the other metrics that are in the trenches that enable you to achieve that. Okay, that might be the first time I've ever heard service level referred to as sexy, but we will go with that idea. As we get close to wrapping up here, the thing I want to make sure that you and I remind people, and I pound the table about this all the time, is that a goal's only as good as the reason behind it. And when we look at all these KPIs that you've mentioned, right, quality scores, CSAT scores, absenteeism, handle time, occupancy, service level, first call resolution, whatever. If you have a goal and you don't know why the goal is the goal, that's that's place number one to start, right? You have to define why it is. And then the second piece, and hopefully we're starting to see a lot more of this, is how important the balance scorecard is. The do not focus on one metric at a time, focus on all metrics at a time, but know that when we have to understand if a metric is dipping, right? So if we start to see service level start to dip, but all the other pieces are still in the green, okay, that's, that, that's a lot easier to fix. But if we start to see service level and handle time and CSAT scores and absenteeism go the wrong direction there's a deeper problem at play here and hopefully what we've tried to do is give you guys some ideas or some thoughts about ways you might be able to approach this hussein as i like to do with always is when we have a guest on i like to give them the final word here so your final wisdom from dubai as it were (laughs) uh, on how on, on what our listeners might need to hear I think the final wisdom is, comes down to keep it simple, it's simplicity. In the end of the day, we're all customers. And when you're calling a center, when you require help, there's two things you're looking for. First of all, please, please answer me. And second of all, give me the correct answer. That's mm-hmm. it. Don't keep me waiting and just fix my issue. And everything else, you just work backward from these two points. 
That's fantastic. Such great sage advice. Hussein, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on Collaborator Shorts. Really do appreciate it. For those of you that are out there, if you have an idea for an episode that you might want to hear in the future, let us know. Just go to Collaborator.com, find any email address and send us an email. It'll find its way to me. But uh, I appreciate that. So my name's Dave. I appreciate the time. Hussein, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Dave, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you out there, we will see you on the next episode of Collaborative Shorts. So thanks, everybody. Have a great day and keep working on those contact centers. Thanks, everybody.